Hi there. Thanks for tuning into our podcast feed. I'm Pastor Tim here at Grace of God, Long Island. What you're listening to right now is part of an occasional series you'll find in this feed, which I'm calling Deleted Scenes. Just like when a movie or a TV show is being made, it occasionally happens as I'm writing a sermon that it goes too long and something needs cutting. Generally, that's because I let myself just go on and the trim material isn't worth it. However, sometimes I find myself cutting something that I think would have some value in saying, but it just doesn't flow well into the rest of the sermon, or it simply ends up too long. When I have a piece that I think meets that standard, you'll find it in this feed on Tuesdays as a deleted scene. This weekend, the scripture readings that we were looking at came from Matthew chapter 5, part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. He talked in this section, which we read verses 21 to 37 of that chapter, about a number of different ways uh, that we want to understand our sin, our actions of anger and unkindness can affect other people deeply. Uh, Even if we're doing something that we think maybe doesn't quite cross the line of really a a sin, a real transgression, Jesus wants us to understand uh, that we need to slow down and take a look at our actions more clearly. In this section, one of the more interesting passages where he uh, talks here is in verses 31 and 32 of Matthew chapter 5. I'll read those verses. Jesus says, It has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality makes her the victim of adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Jesus' words there in verses 31 and 32, and especially in verse 32, deserve some comment because they're not very straightforward. And English Bible translations have rendered them in many different ways. So here Jesus gives two situations which break God's command regarding divorce. A man might divorce his wife improperly. Now some translations have here said that she then becomes an adulteress. But the Bible translation we're using in worship regularly, the New International Version, better reflects what is there a passive Greek verb form. When the New International Version says that her husband then makes this woman, a victim of adultery. Not that she becomes an adulteress, but that he makes her a victim of adultery. The woman is harmed emotionally and reputationally as if adultery had occurred. People may assume that she did something she did not do. And even if they don't, his actions harm her. The second half of verse 32 is also important to read correctly. Some English Bible translations say anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. The teaching would then seem to be that even if her husband divorced her improperly, that woman cannot remarry. But in Greek, it's important to see that the word the is not there. Again, our Bible translation, which we used on Sunday, which we use regularly, the New International Version correctly reads there, a divorced woman. Not the same one who was improperly divorced in the first half of this passage. Jesus is now talking about another situation here, where another woman secures her own divorce improperly. In that instance, her remarriage is adultery. The same would be true for a man who would improperly secure his own divorce and remarry. So what do we want to take away from this? As I stated in Sunday's sermon, Jesus wants us to clearly understand that divorce is never something which pleases God. It is something which can only occur in situations where God's will has already been sinfully defied by one or both partners. Christianity does not, however, teach us that every instance of divorce is therefore inherently unacceptable. As we noted on Sunday, 
Jesus' own stepfather, Joseph, was not condemned as he made plans to divorce Mary under the false impression that she had cheated on him. Now, the Bible speaks in other places, such as the first letter to the Corinthians, about the conditions under which a Christian can conscientiously leave a broken marriage. Nor do we want to read these verses and assume that remarriage is to be condemned in every case. We want to focus on the particular point that Jesus is making in this section of the Sermon on the Mount. God takes divorce seriously because God wants us to take our marriages seriously. 